Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. Join us as we discuss Divinity Original. I just don't care no, anymore, don't care to be honest. No. I'm like this close, Tony. I've had last session this close to just like... Because we were expecting mm. to have a good session once we found out when we were yes. in the right leveled area. Yes, indeed. And so going, okay, good. We've had two bad sessions. Now we're going to have a good session. We know what we're doing. We're on the right path now. How wrong we were. Oh, my God. I mean, the first thing that really was a kick in the guts was we went and saw this very cool, freaky-looking witch that's jumping around in yeah, fire on a cross. Been and crucified and burnt to death. Like, like really, like immediately, like, engaging, kind of yes. like, what is going, on, going here? on here? This is just yeah. insane. So you talk to her. Yeah, and she's still your light. Yeah, yeah, very intense with the yeah. whole stealing of light thing. Um, and then, oh, combat engages. She okay. gets the first action. She gets the first turn critically. Yeah. And what does she do, Tony? She casts a insta-death fireball on the whole party. Oh, we're dead. Did full you armor, full magic armor, full health. <laughs> full everything. Insta-dead. Boom. Oh. So we're not supposed to talk to her then, I guess, Tony? Is that what's supposed to happen? Lucky I saved well, it just I thought, before oh, we went up to it. we're not supposed to be together. Okay, we're not supposed to be together. Something went wrong. Something yeah. must have gone wrong. Yeah, no, you yeah. give her the benefit of the doubt, yep. yeah. Okay, so we try again. We'll split up a bit more. <laughs> talk to her again. Still the same thing. No conversation. Just, is that two lights? Still your lights. lights. Fireball into death. Into death. And I didn't die that time, but then I... Ran around in the fire and burnt to death anyway. Yeah. Oh, necrophile. Oh, and the four totems that she spawns as oh, well. That's right. Yes, the four totems that they'll shoot at you. So I mean, I, I didn't, like, she was level 15, right? And we were, like, level well, 13. Like, 13, right? So yeah. I knew that we. Here's my thing, right? I'm in, an, I'm in a, a level, you know, 12, 12, area. Uh, 12 area, right? So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really expecting to get into an unwinnable fight yeah. through conversation. Yeah. I'm going to explore. I thought she might give us a quest to quench her flames yeah. because we yeah. just quenched the pigs from their fire yeah, yeah. Yeah. in Bless the, the previous game. So yeah. I blessed her and it did nothing. Nope. Um, and so once again, this game feels like you've got to like brute force it. You've got to like yes. go and do it, then die. Like this is some like yeah. laser shoot Larry um, Sierra die, game. Die. No, that's how you're supposed to do it. Uh, you never would have guessed that. Okay, so reload. Oh, well, let's just finish off this little area here and wander yeah. down this way. Let's go down oh. to the beach. There's an altar down the beach with a bear in front of it. Well, what's or with a that? Beast or a beast thing, a huge, and, weird and looking beast. It had faces on its arms and. Yeah, it was definitely some. And a bear head and a deer head and a. Again, an interesting character yes. with obviously some sort of interesting story that's been like yes. a, some Frankenstein stitched together monster yeah. thing. Oh, okay, here we and go. You could talk to him. Yeah, could talk to him. Bow. Yep. Yep. But the conversation went sideways very quickly. Extremely quickly. And then, of course, he attacks us. That's all right. He's only level 15. Yeah. He, it's going to be fine. Wrong. 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 How many wolves? Eight. Eight wolves? Eight wolves. Someone's instantly summoned in eight wolves. Again, like, we're fighting a big... If it, if it was him with eight wolves around it, I would have gone, wow, this fight is well beyond us. Let's invite it. Yep. But again, like it invites you to come talk to it, it invites you to, to, to do this and yep. then springs a whole bunch of other stuff on you and you're like, yeah. oh, okay, lucky I saved it that time before I fought the witch, so we'll yes. load back so there. Let's go and- back to when we were fighting the witch instead. Which then means we then actually did miss the one thing in that area that we were supposed to find, which was the demon hunter's house. Where is it? Like, which on- you need for Losi's quest. Yeah, yeah. Where but- I thought we... No, we missed it, apparently. It's- this comes back to the problem to the with right the... the right-hand side of the witch. Oh, I Which went we up didn't to go the left. We went to the left to look at the bear. Well, and then we went. This area is crap, and we left. Yeah. Well, we thought we were done there again because the fog of war. 
it's uncovers pointless. everywhere yeah. you, unless you remember exactly yeah. where you've been. Yeah, and you're too busy being angry that you've just died <sighs> twice Again. in a row through no real fault of your own. So we went down to uh, the Black Pits. Yeah, because that's where we're told right. to go since we since we arrived. Yes. It's like go to the, the Black, Black Pits. Pits. Go to the Black, Black Pits. Pits. Go to the Black Pits. We avoided Gwaine, Just left that by the yeah, by. I thought we'd go it. and check yeah. that out. Uh, and so we found this nice little quarter quartermaster lady who loves apple pie. I have no idea why she loves apple pie no. or what the solution to that problem is. Yeah. Uh, but you found a you, you spoke a to tortoise. a tortoise. There was a tortoise on the beach. It gave you a clue. A tortoise who loves to eat meat. Yeah. And that's weird. And he goes, oh, don't, don't interrupt me. There's a building over there and it smells delicious. I'm going over there, that building. You know that building? There's a building over there. Yeah. There's a building over there oh. and it smells delicious. That's where I'm going. Okay. Don't me. That building. There's a building over there. I'm going, okay, so you want me to go to the building, all right? So let's maybe, go to the building. Maybe. I found a tortoise, Luke. It's telling me to go to the building. <laughs> okay, let's leave the apple pie lady to herself then. We'll yeah. come back later when we maybe work out what the hell the apple pie thing yeah. is going on about. First step, there's shriekers. Yeah, yeah shriekers, that's right. But we did work them out. We have the- after, we have the, After we died. Yes. they can shoot behind them. They which, can shoot behind themselves. The, the air of the, yeah, the vision yeah, thing doesn't work. We were expecting work. them not to shoot behind, but mm-hmm. yes, guess what? They can shoot behind. Mm-hmm. So then you worked out your stealth up to them. And you can just kill them, force rip them before they kill you. Just in time before they kill you. So that's okay. So we worked, worked up past that. No problem. Died once, then got Buster Strigas. Then we go to the building that the tortoise was talking about. And I yes. looked in it. Oh, yeah, there's a room full of body parts everywhere. Yeah, right. No one of the meat eating tortoises is looking forward to that mm. building. But before that, there's the magister that we met on the dock right yeah. at the start of this area. Yeah. Giving us, uh, telling us to go help them because of the, the dwarf uprising. Yeah, because of the dwarf uprising. And then he wants to do other stuff, which turns out this is the other things he was doing. Yeah. Um, what did we do? We just talked to him and then basically he was like, well, you've come here where you shouldn't have. Yeah. Therefore, so kill you. death. Yeah. And we go, hey, that's all right. There's only two of them. We can take them on. They're only level, again, they're only level 15, I think. So they're only at one and a half levels above Love us. us. Yeah. Which we know is challenging. Yeah. But we can do it. Yeah. But no, first action that the dude does is cast chain. What's that? Pain chain? Oh, yeah. Shackle of pain. Yeah. Shackle of pain the entire party. But I had magic armor. Yeah. It doesn't so or I. physical armor. It doesn't work with physical yeah. or magical armor, unless, Tony. Unless you're the computer, then it does. Shackles of pain, and then everybody attacked him. All of his buddies attacked him. So the damage that he took transferred to the whole party of us. Mm. All four of us took the damage. Which I mean is a great strat, but shackles of pain does not work through armor. No, no, that's the bit that that's my biggest gripe about this game. Yeah, is. They needed to. They either needed to give them a third of the armor and twice as many hit points, yeah. or they needed to give you skills that skills that ripped off their armor but did no permanent damage to them. Yeah. So you could rip off their armor with those early skills. Yeah. And then you have to wait for them to cool down before you can attack the next one, and then you can fucking you know, having one thousand points of armor and all these abilities that don't work when there's armor there. And then they've got four hundred hit points. It's just frustrating. It's not in, not as enjoyable as. You know, no. as I think it could be. And I think, but again, everyone had, like, we're in a rules-based system. Everyone yes, should follow the rules. The like, rules. I don't... Shackles of pain. Yeah, but it's like mass shackles Shack- of pain, I guess. Shackles of pain. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, there, was some, there was another one that did the exact same thing. They used another ability on us that bypassed our armor. The, and I'm like, that's not... exactly the same ability. It doesn't work when we try and do it when they've got armor. Yes. 
Yes. And so it's just like, there's a couple of good little fights in there and things and, you know, but like overall, wasn't particularly. Oh, well, then we went back to the apple pie lady. Yeah, after we died. Oh, after we died. we died. Yeah, yeah, we died a few times. And we went back to the apple pie lady and I worked out that yeah, it was all about the buttery crust. And she sounded I'm delicious. sure there's but some. But then there was still no way to let get her to, to let us into the cave. I'm sure you had to go and craft, like work out how to make butter and then make a crust and then, oh, and then make apples and then make a pie. And, and give then it she to let her. you into the cave. Maybe you give, maybe use like a void tainted something in there. To- oh, yeah, because well, we had the void tainted stew guy as well, which I, we'd forgotten all about. Oh, that's part God. of the yeah. We did our request in reverse. Found the dead body first, and yes. then found the start of the quest afterwards. But the quest doesn't catch up that you've already bypassed uh, part yes. of this kind of thing. So you got to go through all the steps in the front way again. But yes. okay, which made no sense. And you got to work out. You got to give him void dented stew, which is great, right? Because the clue to that is outside, and you get given this recipe on void tainted stew. Except that. When I got that recipe, that was like, like five, five PlayStations before. I had yep. no recollection of a void tainted pie. Yeah. And and the guy is obsessed about the stew. He keeps talking about the stew. Oh, it's right. void tainted stew. So sorry, there is yeah. enough of a clue there. If you do it sequentially, Actually, there is enough of a clue that you make void tainted stew. If you walked time. directly down the main boulevard of Driftwood and yep. then went into that room first yeah. and talk to him first yeah. before you then go out the back, then yes, it would all make sense. But yeah. if you do it in any other order... It makes no sense. It's nonsensical. I mean, the other characters could easily have piped up with like something like, oh, hey, I see you've talked to this character a couple of times. Let me just give you a little prompt about, hey, yes. didn't, we, didn't we learn how to make that void-tainted yeah. pie? And that would be enough prompting to like, oh, yeah, that's right. We well, got at a recipe. first we thought we'd just pick a fight with him. Yeah, no, you're not allowed we to do that. We tried talking to him to The game fight. expressly has rules about that not allowing that particular action to happen because I read around online about the guide. It said you can do it, but you have to, like, get him to a certain distance away from everyone else. Yeah. So and we teleported him out. Got to go further than that. We teleported him out of the building as far as we could, yeah. and you attacked him, and he still didn't get into fight. He just went, oh, that's not very nice, and then get ran back into the yeah. building. That made me angry. That Again, me angry. the game says, oh, you do what you want. Cheat, do you know, you teleport, want, move except around, except for when we say it. no, then you've definitely got to do, do it the exactly right way. the way we well. want you to do it. Yeah. Uh, so don't just, make it a sandbox game. It does not benefit in any way from being a sandbox game, in my opinion. No. Uh, yeah. So it's just like that whole quest wasn't bad. I like the idea of like, oh, you talk to the guy, he like lies to you. You go and see the ghost. Yeah. If you've got the ghost ability at that point, yeah. then you can see the ghost, ghost, talk to him, find out what really happened, you, or you can eat the foot. Well, you don't find out what really happened. He tells you that he hates his... Oh, yeah, yeah. it's not until you eat, eat, eat the guy's foot, foot, and then you find out that, yes, it he actually, definitely was. You have, like, evidence that it happened the way the ghost yeah. says it, you know. So there's, like, all these things that are good, but because we did it out of order and, like, really out of order, we consider, like, we got yes. the pie, the pie recipe so far before. Yeah. The lack of hints... Yeah. Um, and having to run all the way from that top point. Yeah, all the way back or, to the top. Or you got to go teleport back down, then run all the yeah, way back, back up, up and running on the I, Again, once again, double click on the map, take me to that real point on the real yes. world so I can click my character and have it run there, yes. not having to hold the button down and scroll and kind yeah. of like meander yeah. away, you know. Yeah. Would be would make these a little bit easier, but it's like this game is just like it's little niggle, the little niggle. And so, in the first one, yeah. in Divinity 1, the rest of the game was so good, you forgave it. Yeah, those things. And even this game in Chapter 1, yeah. oh, we were forgiving it because we were enjoying Chapter 1 I so much. I think 
if we won't keep running into these fights that we can't win all the time, and I felt like I knew where I was supposed to go, yes. I, uh, the rest of it probably wouldn't be so bad. But I think yes. that... Because we're completely lost. Yeah. And, I feel like the game is not helping us in any way yeah. telling us what we're supposed to be doing. No. And so you looked up online and found out about the Demon's Hut that we completely missed that yes. we need to go do. But then you were saying that, like... Um, there's kind of a gap in leveling between like the level 12 and level, level 13 in this area. Yeah, level 12. So the areas that suggest you'd be level 9, level 10, level 11, and then level 14 and level 15. So well, how are you supposed to get from level 11 to level 14 if there's no areas in this section that are for level 12 and 13 characters for crying out loud? Very stupid. No wonder we kept running into the wrong yeah, wrong ways because yeah. we there's only one space that we're allowed to go into. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah and so, not, it doesn't go around like clockwise or anything. No. It goes yeah. south, east, north. Sorry. Yeah. South, west. Yeah. Then southeast. Yeah. Then north, northwest, then north. Mm. So, yeah, it jumps all around. So, you can't just go around clockwise and do it. You've got to jump all over the place to get the areas that match your level. Yeah. Right. So. To alleviate one of the frustrations that we have, I was looking on Nexus Mods, and there's a mod on there that, that adds a new vendor to the game, um, all kind of like lore appropriate in that you have to talk to her first and talk to her enough to sort of like get her to open up her, sure. her services to yeah. you. But it lets you pay gold to level a weapon up to your current level. Yeah, that's good. And I think we might do that because I'm sick of buying weapons and then and dropping a good one later that has happened several times yeah, something drops in that exact slot that you've just bought that nothing was dropping for ages, ages. on yeah so at least we can sort of like a few of our pieces at the very least can be brought up to a, yes. a current level yeah um it's also always got a thing where she has a couple of bounties that you can or special gifts you can provide for a couple of free okay. upgrades as well so the person who did the mod i feel has put a lot of thought into it it's not just some sort yeah. of random thing yeah, that's just cheap kind of thing. No, you got to put gold in. You know, there's a few things you need to... to uh, but to I think, do, yeah, yeah I, I'm sick of tired of RNG gearing. Uh, we get enough of that in so many gear. other games. That the don't amount of gear it. that we've just thrown away compared to the amount of gear that we've kept is... It's got to be three to one. Oh, easy. Yeah. The amount of gear I've sold is just incredible, yeah. really. Uh, so, yeah, we'll install that. That'll help tick off one thing at least because we'll have decent gear to yes. play with and then we when we do find a new piece it'll be like oh it's actually got something with better stats yes. it'll be nice and the yes. rest can just be thrown in the bin and straight away for more yeah. gold to level up more pieces to the yeah. next to the next yeah. level kind of thing um i haven't seen anything else there was a few other ones there was one that was interesting because i feel it reflects you know because mods often i feel reflect what people perceive to be the flaws in the game because yes. they're trying to improve it. Yep. There's a one that's like an epic crafting remod, oh, like yeah. thousands of new recipes, a lot more items. And I, like I was looking through, it's like so much, like it's a really decked out okay. crafting system, like well above and beyond what's already in the game yep. already. I'm not sure if it's better, but just like someone like really yeah. took it to like the end yep. degree. Uh, the other one I saw was, um, was uh, gearing stashes. So the person's added uh, hidden stashes in all the different zones with good gear in it yeah. um, that you need clues in order to be able to decipher oh. and find that clue, which is very much on brand for the rest of the game. It does it the is. exact same thing. Yeah. So um, I don't know about that one. Probably won't bother with that one. But the leveling one with the gold, I feel like something that should just be in the game yes. from the beginning. Well, particularly as much more so than the first one, this one has items that have really good um, 
can have really good ability bonuses on the legs. Well, if you get bonuses. like a two plus two geared in it, like this is the, my thing, right? Okay, so so say you're primarily uh, Aerotherge and then you get a piece that's plus two summoning, right? Yeah. That's very valuable because you can get some two like level um, plus two summoning spells like the yeah. Incarnate or something like that. Yeah. To really augment and make an interesting build, yeah. but now your build is dependent on keeping on that, piece, that of piece of gear. Of gear. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, well, that's not longer got the stats that I want anymore. So I now how 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 Tony, tell me, can I get a plus two summoning piece of it in the same slot that has better stats on it? Yeah, and the answer can't. is you can't. You can't. There's no possible way. You got to be extremely lucky. What is that? So I'm supposed to invest time in books. Like gold in yeah. books to buy them, yeah. then develop a strategy around it, yeah. and then just Throw throw it them in the bin or something yeah. like that. Well, oh, my favourite bit about the the loot was when we got the weapon that had plus one dual wielding, plus one single handed. So I mean, two completely opposite yeah. on the same bit of gear. Number one, number one thing. Right, exclusive stats where this stat cannot be with this stat okay. on the same weapon yes. because they're diametrically they opposite yes. to them. Yes. Pick one, pick a lane, people, pick a lane. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's that's Divinity Original Sun Divinity. Yeah, right, if we right. finish it, then we'll, we'll let you know. <laughs> At this stage, I mean, it's not I d- looking good. I don't like not finishing things. No, I know. that's part of my problem. I like, I, I want to finish it because yes. I want to finish it, not because I really enjoying the game. Because I'm not, I'm not enjoying it anymore. Yeah, I'm actually not enjoying the game anymore. Let's give it one more whip around with the with the level up thing. Yep. Now that we have a bit more clue, we might just also cheat more and look more online at guides, yes. and maybe just find something that says this is yes. what you should do. Yeah. And if we're not leveled appropriately to move on the next section, I'm just going to get something to give us more XP to burst up to the next level, just okay. so we can go through yeah. as well. Then, because I'm not yeah. dealing with this garbage of no, trying. Dad, Dave. They've designed the game so badly. This section is supposed to get you from level 9 to level 16. Yeah, right. That's seven levels that they're supposed to get you through. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't sequentially follow. I do think you someone... You get your level 16 quest at level 9. I have a suspicion that they messed something up because they changed the XP gain on quests. I just remember, oh, this is just something that, you know, you, I write a, a patch note yeah. or a comment that someone said, oh, with this whatever patch, they they really nerfed the XP gain yeah. uh, kind of thing. So I do think that maybe the original version of the game had we a much higher, we would have been yeah. over-leveled maybe instead right. kind of thing. Okay. Um, which maybe makes the whole like, not only where to go less of an issue because yes. if the whole area was opened up to us because we're all leveled, then it wouldn't, wouldn't be. But they would be sitting here complaining that like, oh, we'd just stomp through a whole bunch of content because we yeah. were over leveled, and that'd maybe be would have been noticed if we stomped through it. Maybe not. We've died a lot on six different areas. Yeah, right. So we died in the black pits over yeah. and over and over again. We huh. died. We, we died on the scarecrows over and over and over again. We've died. We and died the, on the witch. We died on the bear. The graveyard. We died a few times. The, the dog goddess. The dog goddess. Um, the town. I think the town is the only place we came when we first got here where we didn't die anywhere. We managed to get through the town that was taken over by Voidwoken. Yes. Before we made it into the graveyard and then died there. Yeah. And then died there. Yeah. We died at, uh, in the in the blood. In the Blood Moon oh, Isle as well. Aisle, we went up there. We worked out and jumped across the Invisible Bridge. That was so not where we. Yeah. We died everywhere. Yeah, yeah. There's not one area that we've been to other than getting into Driftwood. Yeah. Which yeah. was we were still enjoying it at that point. Yeah. Ever since we got into Driftwood, we've died every section, every place we've been to. Yeah. We've died at least once. And not, oh. not just lost, 
We've been creamed. creamed. Not even close to being able to win mm. the fight. Yeah, that's bad game design in my book. It's not super enjoyable, that's for sure. No, it's not. What has been super enjoyable, which is a very much a surprise to me, is Surviving Mars. Surviving Mars. Right, so... With Grime being out of the action for the moment because of the whole map thing, which, to be fair, I haven't gone and looked and see if it actually is a bug yet. <laughs> yeah. I was just looking through my library and Surviving Mars has caught my eye a few times. Now, I think to point out that I did not know what this game was. I thought this game was a different game. You thought it was uh, Terraforming Mars. No, it's... um Ah, oh, damn, I looked it up earlier today and now I've forgotten what it was. Um, It's called Red, Red Planet. Oh, Red Planet. It's yeah. a walking simulator Okay. kind of thing from what I understood and I thought this was this one so when I claimed it yeah. from my humble bundle yeah. and put it in my library that's what I've always thought that's it what was you thought it was so I loaded yeah. it up and then went oh hang on this is not this that is <laughs> so this is very different game. I'm like I, I, I'm in now like I've downloaded it. I'm in the game let me do the tutorial and we'll we'll see how we go and the yeah. tutorial was very good at like you know um, taking you through all the city building steps that you need to go through so i felt confident in getting into the game and actually giving it a crack and uh i have been well i've been like slammed with work so i haven't had a lot of gaming time in general but what i have had this has actually been relatively relaxing to play even though it's like this which is what you want from a game yeah exactly you kind of thing wind you up more you want no to you. yeah i mean it's there's a lot going on it's one of those games where because you know there's always a new emergency there's always a thing you need to keep, keep balancing your resources and now you're out of metal now you're out of this one not, yeah. not. So, but it's, it's definitely kept me engaged and kept me going more than what grime did Right. For sure, to compare these two together. Now, with a city-building game, the last one I played was Season, season 3, three. Yep. back in the day. That's the last one everybody played, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure people play City, city, city Skylines because that's oh, yeah, been... Okay. But, and then yeah, there's Tropico. Popular. I think Tropico yeah, kind Tropico. of... I don't know. See, this is where my, my knowledge on the city-building genre is very weak because I don't know is like... Is Civilization a city builder no, or is that that's it's a, a forex? It's a forex, yeah. yeah. So is Tropico a forex or is that a city builder? I don't think it's a forex. I think it's a city builder. City builder. Yeah. Tropico didn't grab me. I didn't like the Caribbean dictator yeah. theme. Yeah. City skylines. I never really tried to be fair, so I, I can't yeah. really speak on that. Um, but I have played like a little bit of Rollercoaster Tycoon, yep. which is kind of similar-ish. Yep. Um, I played a little bit of um, uh, Theme Hospital. Okay. You know, which was, yeah. again, it's a little kind of bit the same, but this is definitely more like serious, city I building. think, city building, more like season three than anything else that I've played before. Yeah. I'll say the full, like, I haven't really, I haven't died yet to know, like, what the, to, to how you fail in, yeah. in a colony to kind of understand. Like, I'm, I'm work, my things are working, but I don't really know why they're working yet, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm on the precipice of like running out of food and having mass starvation or something yeah. like that shortly. I, d I don't know. It's a bit of a thing, but, but you, you start off as a commander of a, of a Mars base. Yeah. Um, it uses lots of automation. So, like, a lot of drones to do the building for you and stuff like that. Um, and like portable drones and portable machines and things like that. Uh, and you ostensibly, you know, you build power, water, air, fuel, uh, to then eventually build domes for your people to live in. And then your domes have a whole bunch of uh, nurseries, uh, yeah. research centers, machine factories. You know, so the, the buildings are a, bit, a little bit a combination of, um, you know, making resources, polymer, machine parts and things or improving their lives you know stores grocers yeah. you know farms for food and things like that so um it's got a good mix of buildings it 
things that strike me that are different than other things that I've played similar, like um, there's not that many resources mm-hmm. in the game, which I think is really good because it's kind of very flat. There's like concrete and metal, which are super abundant, you know, kind of thing. Oxygen and, uh, and uh, water. What do you got to you have to mine? But there's lots of different ways to get water. Oxygen you make from machines with power, and power is obviously another resource. And then you've got like the things that you have to manufacture, like uh, polymer, machine parts, electronics, uh, which are kind of like your top end materials. And you have rare metal that you sell back to Earth for more money. And so that feels really flat. It doesn't feel like you're bogged down with a whole bunch of different materials you need to worry about. There's yeah. just a few core ones, um, and then you've always got this backup of like resupply back from earth. So as you make money or you get money from your sponsorships or you have tourists that give you good reviews and things like that, you get more money and then call in more resupplies, whether that's colonists for your, for your domes or just straight up materials. If you want to just, if you just need to buy a thousand or a hundred machine parts to keep you going, because you haven't got machine parts up, you can just buy that from, um, uh, from earth and resupply. Uh, you know, uh, so, (laughs) Yeah, it's um I feel like it's fairly flat in terms of like its structure of things that you can do and have and whatnot. But there's lots of complexity to be had there just in that kind of thing. Yeah. Um lots of limitations on what you can do, like your buildings, your domes, they're gonna be serviced by people, they have to be physically close to a dome, yeah. which is a huge limitation. Like if you've got a metal ore somewhere over there, you need to like build a dome over there yeah. and then you need to service it. With power and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, and that becomes easier as you unlock more research. Yeah, and I have to say, the one part that really drags the game down for me is the research, just the interface for it. So okay. there's a whole bunch of things, new vehicles. You know, one of the great upgrades is you can give make all your rovers automated, so you can say, "Hey, research are uh, the um, little exploration thing that goes around and studies anomalies, gives yeah. you research and unlocks more, gives you research points and unlocks more research." Yeah. So Automate. Go yeah. forth and discover. And as yeah. you find new pieces, it'll just go off and just scan it and bring it in. You can tell the the gathering one to go off and gather all the surface level yeah. material. So some really fundamentally game-shifting skills in there, as well as just some nice incremental ones. Oh, now everything does 20% more production. Yeah. You know, simple, you know, a good mix of both. But this the screen is just like five columns. Yeah. With a bunch of hexagons, because the whole the whole grid is hexagons, yeah. it's all the hexagons. With all these hexagons just going straight down the page, there is no rhyme or reason to the order. How they link. Right? I don't think. They seem to just like pop in as you as you unlock them from research or story yeah. things. They just pop in. And then there's no like I don't know, like you, if, you want, if you're looking for like food, I want, I want food based upgrades. Yeah. There might be in three different columns because it's a different physics oh, or thing. Yeah, like it's yeah. not, it's sort of really hard to find no out. Filter. Not that I could see. No, there's no filter or anything like that. And all the ones you've unlocked are still in the columns as yeah. the ones you haven't unlocked yeah. yet. So that's for such a critic, really. I, now, and that's probably where I've, where, like, like, I'm waiting for that penny to drop. There's some research I think that I skipped over that I really shouldn't have, kind right. of thing. And yeah. they're just hard to find. And, like, I guess because it's RNG of unlocking these research projects, yeah. I guess that kind of would give you different flavor on different, different builds. But just trying to find them is really hard. So I think that might have messed me up pretty bad, kind of thing. Uh, but apart from that, I think this is super fun. I think that the fact that you can like 
automate a lot of the stuff. Like with season three, I always felt like you had to be gaming the system to make it work. Like yes. if you needed yeah, yeah. to put uh, a, a, a statue for yeah. like one of the gods, right God. it'd have to be like on a T intersection junction because your housing would only travel yeah. so far. So like with this, if you've got a dome and you kept a dome with a with a tunnel, then there's two domes that connect and they can travel yeah. for work kind of thing. So you can sort of string locked domes and, uh, uh, you know, attach a whole bunch of buildings and things and get workers where they need to go and stuff. And you've got um, shuttles that you build and that'll take people between domes. So if you yeah. build a new dome somewhere else, far away from everything else, you put your dome down, you put a, um, a shuttle next to it and then turn it all on to sort of say so people can come. And then they will filter in if they're, if they're looking for work, they'll yeah. travel themselves yeah. from one point to the other. As well as you can like manually. Yeah. Tell people, but like I feel like they try to like take a lot of that micromanagement out of it. Out There's of not it. that kind yeah. of thing. Like you don't have to be so concerned about how you lay it out. It's yeah. more about, you know, when the meteors come yeah. and start blowing things up, you know, are they going to disconnect the only power line to the rest of your base kind of thing? Yeah. Um, they have these uh, like tunnel facilities, which are really clever. So it lets you connect to desperate parts of the map. Well, pretty big distance with power and water and air. Uh, you know, it feels very forgiving, I suppose. Like water and air both go through pipes, through the same pipe. You know, you've got to run both separately. Yeah. So you've got pipes and you have power. And that's all you have to worry about. Oh, pipes power for those two things, for most buildings. And then domes also have the optional pedestrian tunnels to yeah. to connect them together kind of thing. So not a lot there kind the of thing. sewage just floats out into space. We don't talk about sewage. <laughs> There's no, no mentioning of sewage. Mars. No sewage on Mars. At all. No. No, that's definitely not part of the game at all kind of thing. Um, I killed a renegade by suffocating them in a dome because they wouldn't leave the dome that I wanted to destroy. Oh. So you have renegades and uh, I've got a bit of a renegade problem at the moment. That's yeah. probably what's going to get me. And I built a bunch of security stations, but they don't seem to be dealing with the renegades. And I'm not sure if I'm... Missing something yeah. there or not, kind of thing. Had a few, su- had a few colonists suicide because they got a bit insane because I didn't build any entertainment for them in any of their domes. Um, all work and no play makes home or something, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got all that, all that good stuff of like you know, oh, so and so is taking someone hostage, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And you know, what do you, what do you want to do? do? And if, if you've got like um, a psychologist trained, then they can go and talk to them, and it gives you a really good outcome, kind of thing. Uh, but if you don't have that, cool. then you yeah, yeah. miss out, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, so there's, yeah. yeah. Uh, Earth has gone to war at the moment, oh. which is not great because now they've cut me off from resupplies because yeah, yeah. resources are too strong. So yeah. they're like, in five souls, your uh, your resupply will be cutting off. And I'm like, oh, shit, rocket, 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 rocket. Let's just buy, buy, spend that money and no point keeping it, like get resupplied kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's, um. I think when I fail, I'll have more thoughts about it because it'll be telling yeah. about like sort yeah. of whether what I did wrong. did wrong or not. But uh so far, I'm um, like surprisingly. I don't, I just I didn't yeah, from an unexpected purchase. Well, I didn't even. Oh, it's humble bundle. Like yeah, I just sort well, of like you know. Yeah, well, com- I, I meant purchase loosely. Loosely, <laughs> yeah, kind of thing, you know. Um, and uh, not picking it because that's what the type of game that I wanted to play. Just thinking it was something else, and then sort of yeah. going for it. I think uh, part of the reason that may have also got me over the line like at the start was that it has a very similar aesthetic to Astroneer. Lots okay. of like yeah. plain white kind of simple yeah. things that sort of kind of got me a little bit. And uh, I think the automation part of it too, which was really fun, like having all these little drones to Fun's do all the work. Like thing. you sort of say, 
oh, this depot, I wanted to keep, you know, you got like a, you have like a land, launch pad for your, for your rockets. Next to the rocket, I want you to put a fuel depot. Yeah. And I want you to keep 30 fuel because that'll fill up one rocket worth. Yeah. And I want to put 30 metal, rare metal here. So as yeah. soon as the rocket lands, you got uh, depots for the offloading cargo yeah. and they immediately load the 30 fuel back on there yeah. and then it goes and it's off again really quickly kind of thing. So like, it's just fun to be able to like build those things up and know that, oh yeah, that's all gonna- I can just let that tick over. Tick over and that's gonna go there. They'll load it up and then when it's ready to go, I can just launch yeah. it kind of thing. Um, it plays pretty well with the controller. You can see that it's- It was an afterthought. A little bit of an afterthought. Like it could, there's a few things that could be better with it, but it's more than serviceable. I think just selecting some things that are really close together gets yeah. a little bit difficult kind yeah. of thing. Uh, I like all the random events and stuff as well. The, the first time the um, the meteors come, I was like, oh, phew, they landed on the other side of the map. And I didn't uh, – it kind of lulled me into a false sense of security. Yeah. And then uh, I think maybe the next one also was on the far side. And then the third one came and it just like wreaked <laughs> havoc on my base. I was getting disconnected. A few domes lost power and water and stuff. And <laughs> I'm just like, oh, no, what's going to happen? And I think I have a suspicion at that time I also – because the drones will start to repair things for you yeah. automatically, which is great. Again, no need to micromanage necessarily. Yeah. Like as long as the drones are in their command radius, they'll, they'll just do what they need to do. Um, it comes up with a heavy drone load. I'm like, yeah, I know it's heavy drone load. They've got a lot of work right now. <laughs> There's a lot of broken stuff around the place. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to run out of polymer in like three seconds. So I quickly load up another resupply from Earth and boom. I think the resupply from Earth thing when you need resources um, really gives you an easy backstop. Yeah. You know, for, um, for you, you know, because you don't have a – trying to manage the amount of colonists you've got with space and housing and shit work shifts and make sure the building is producing and all that stuff is all – fairly complicated. I think it would be a little more late game stuff. So just get you through that early stages. You don't have one media store just wipe you out because you can't yeah. make enough polymer. You just yeah. call it back in, make sure you got some rare metals yeah. mining all the time. So you're constantly making some cash from that. Like, so I feel like the game's got lots of ways for you. It wants you to survive. Like it doesn't, yeah. it's not there to like crush you. Yeah. It's there to help you to survive because you're like, you're supposed to win. You're yeah. supposed to colonize Mars. That's the goal. Yeah. yeah. I always felt like season three was always a bit like, well, you know, it's ancient Rome. Yeah. People are going to die. Like, yeah. you're not going to win. You're this is. To die. No, this feels like we're going to give you what you need. Your sponsor's going to raise another billion dollars for yeah. you and, you know, things like that. You know, um, yeah, you, you know, you're supposed to win. So that's, um, yeah, it's been really good so far. Very surprisingly good, I, I think. I think definitely. So uh, I'm going to keep playing it and hopefully I don't die and I can actually beat <laughs> this, maybe. If I beat it on the first goal, it'll be pretty. Maybe I definitely uh, my food production is not where it needs to be, yeah. kind of thing. It's very, it has like a little bar that tells you all your resources and what you're making and what you're not, but it's only a snapshot of what is happening right now. And the food production, I think, happens in batches. Mm -hmm. So that number that they're putting up there is not accurate based on what I'm producing because that production of like 50 units only happens like once a yeah, day, yeah. I think. I need to like dive into some of the more like, it's got a lot of like, you know, stat screens. Yeah. I need to like dive into those and sort of work out what's going on there. Cause, but other, but the the trick is to keep ordering more colonists because colonists come with 150 food on the shuttle. And so I've got these huge <laughs> stacks of, of food from like ordering all these colonists in. But I'm like, 
Yeah, there's a lot of stacks of food there now, but that's when that runs out, then mm. how do we space more colonists? This is mm. going to be a problem. So um, come back next week to see if we have the Great <laughs> Mars uh, famine, famine of 2021. The great die-off. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, that's, uh, that's Surviving Mars. Tony, you've been playing Battletech. Yeah. Tell me about... Because I've got my friends that have been playing this as well. I heard he's been sending you lots of messages. Yeah. Um, Headshot. Boom. <laughs> Which, you know, 80... Done mech is quite a big deal. That's a big boom. Yeah, it's a big boom. It's a big boom. Yeah, yeah it's it's good. Tell um, me what sort of game it is. Because I don't really know anything about it. I just know that I've seen the word Battletech. I mean, I know Battletech from that. It's a fairly faithful uh, transition to the tabletop game. Um, yeah. I'm, I've been playing it a lot, but I'm still in the Stone Age technical technology-wise. So I suspect the game will open up and become a lot more interesting for me once I... Uh, get to more highly advanced tech planets, but so it's uh, it's interesting. So there's another series of games called Mech Commander, which I actually prefer, in that the missions give you a tonnage limit of how heavy your how much mech weight your yep. dropship can take down to the planet. Yeah, and so if you've got eight mech pilots, you can choose to take eight mechs that fit that tonnage. Yep. Yep. Whereas this, you have four pilots. And that's just. So you may have a stable of 32 pilots, but you can only take four down. Right. And you can put all four of them in a 100 ton assault mech if you've got four 100 ton assault mechs. Right. So it makes it a very different game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from the outset. It's, it's interesting. So I've, I'm at the point. So you start off with rubbish mechs. Yep. And you're fighting reason, reasonably rubbish mechs. And so it's okay. It's got a star system or a skull system. And so a one skull mission will be like two enemy mechs and a turret or one medium-sized enemy mech and a vehicle. Okay, so that's pretty easy to handle with your four mechs. Yeah. But then one and a half star will be four mechs, all of which outclass your mechs, and that's only half a star more difficult. That escalated quickly. Yeah, it massively <laughs> escalates massively quickly. And so I'm at the point now where... It's all about how many we- – the game's actually all about how many weapons you can bring to bear on your opponent as quickly as possible. Ah, okay. So when I'm fighting eight light mechs, yeah. it doesn't matter that they're only light mechs because they've got eight lots of heat sinks and eight lots of weapon racks that they can fire at one of my mechs. Yeah, okay. And they just strip all the armor off my mech. Mm. And so, yeah, it doesn't matter that I go boom and one of them's dead. Yeah. Round. I need eight rounds to go boom and they're all dead. Yeah. And they're stripping all my armor off in one round. Yeah. Suddenly my heavy mech is now a walking chassis. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm doing something wrong. They've changed, they've tweaked the damages a little bit. They've tweaked a few things in the board game. Critical hits. That tweak from the board game. I was going somewhere with this enough. I'm rambling now because I'm trying to remember where I was going with this. But yeah, so I would much prefer it if it had the tonnage limit. So you can only have to take 120 tons on this mission. You can take 400 tons on this mission rather than you've got four mechs, put them in one, four pilots, put them in whatever mech you want. I like the, on the paper, it sounds more interesting to sort of go, oh, I want to take in 12 light mechs yeah. rather than four big ones, yeah, you know, or something like that. Go, yeah. Kind of so I'm at the stage of the game, that's where I was going. I'm at the stage of the game where I'm crippling enemy mechs to steal them and oh. put them into my mech stable. Whereas now yeah. I've got I've actually got eight mechs now that I use on rotation. Yep. So I can have all four of my mechs damaged in a mission uh, and then and be able to fail out. field four uh. new mechs in the subsequent mission. Yep. Yep. Which is okay until I get headshots and then my pilots start. 
getting wounded from headshots. And I was doing brilliantly in a mission the other day. Yeah. And I'd taken all the weapons off a mech. Yeah. I'd taken both the arms off off the mech. All I had left was its legs and its center torso. Yeah. You have to blow up its center torso to destroy its reactor. Okay. Yeah. Or you have to kill its pilot. Or you have to blow both of its legs off to take it out of the fight. So this had nothing but its center torso Mm. and its legs left. Yeah. It ran up to me and it did a melee attack. And it hit the cockpit and killed my pilot. Oh no! I was Critical so hit. angry. What I are they? Was so angry. What did they hit you with? With a melee attack? It didn't well, have yeah, any arms. Every every hit. Oh no! It just hit slammed just his hit body. Just <laughs> slammed his body into me and hit the cockpit and killed my pilot. What if I'm that? Do I might That's pretty funny. Yeah. So that <laughs> do, do, stuff do, do, like do, that do, happens. Do. That's infuriating. Yeah. Uh, but I'm at the point where I'm not ready to go up to two skulls to fight because I'm fighting one and a half skulls. And they're outnumbering me, and I just don't have the armor mm. to survive the outnumbering. And so I don't know what I'm doing wrong because I've now got the mechs that I want. So I'm not harvesting mech chassis anymore. Yeah. So I guess I'm trying to get better equipment now, but I'm not really not, sure where to go. They're not getting better equipment. And so then I'll try and do a two-star mission, two-skull mission, and I'll get torched and I'll lose an entire mech, yeah. and then I'll go back to having to get mechs again. So I'm a little bit stuck with that, but I'm not doing the story missions. You're basically... Oh, okay. You're... A mech warrior who's part of a noble house and on your training mission, the noble house gets betrayed ah. and you get sent into exile and rah, rah, rah. Yeah. And now the daughter of the house is, who you knew growing up has recruited you to come and restore the former glory. Beat her uncle, yep. kick her uncle out. Yep. So right, right, there's story right. missions that go along that and tell that story yep. and they unlock checkpoints of stuff in the game. So the heavy mechs won't appear until you've unlocked one checkpoint. Then... Yep. The assault makes one appear to you like, like another check. So maybe I haven't unlocked the checkpoint that will mean the gear's getting better. Uh, but I'm just finding that I'm not feeling confident to go into more difficult missions. And I know how to play Battletech. I understand about facing and I understand about weapon cooldown and all of that sort of stuff. But it's just they're sending lots something. of little shotguns, lots and lots of little shotguns at me that can just strip all the armor off. Yeah. And they only you only need... So if you've got seven light mechs and then one medium or one heavy mech, that one heavy mech lasts long enough that the light mechs have stripped all your armor off, and then he just blows away your four mechs. That shouldn't be... Yeah. They know. always have the numerical advantage over you. I mean, that's usually the case. But, like, normally the light mech wouldn't have big enough ordnance to damage the heavy mech's armor because it's got a higher grade yeah, kind no, of it's thing. Just, it's yeah. just all the weapons are the same. It's just yeah. that the light mechs carry... 10 tons of armor. The heavy mix, the medium mix carry 80 tons of armor. So yeah. there's a lot more armor for them to strip off. Yeah. But the fact that there's six of them or seven of them all shooting at you, yeah. they're not overheating because they're only each shooting one missile rack at you. Yeah. So they're not overheating. You've got this great big weapons platform, but you can't fire half your weapons because you'll overheat and shut your mech down. So you can't bring all your weapons to bear onto them, but they can bring all their weapons to bear onto them. And if you put, put like a medium sort of mech in there, then it's going to get killed probably in the first round because it can't take the damage. Yeah, of all so you've got, to, you've got to bait and switch. You've got to get them. You've got to get the computer because it's all computer controlled. That enemy. You've got, to, you've got to make a mech with armor the more attractive target. So you've got to retreat your damage mech into the forest. And um, So they've got rid of one yeah, of the mechanics yeah. in the board game is if you're standing in a forest square yeah. with a forest square in front of you, you can't be targeted yeah, because the enemy mechs can't see you, but you can shoot out because you yes. can see them. But they've taken that mechanic out. You can't hide in the middle of a forest, huh. which frustrates me. But they've left in, if you're standing in a pool of water, your legs won't get hit, which 
actually increases the chance your cockpit's going to get hit. So standing in a pool of water is a great way to get your cockpit blown up. Yeah. So good to shed your heat if your heat sinks in your legs. To right. Get to dissipate twice as much heat. Um, but your legs are suddenly not a target. So now you're instead of one-eighth of your mech being the cockpit, yeah. it's now one-fifth of your mech is the cockpit. Yeah. And yep. cockpit hits are basically game over. Right. You get hit in the cockpit it's game over. So it's fun. It's entertaining. Hmm. It's very kind of 1990s. Hmm. Like there's... Um, canned voice bits. The no full motion video. It's all just still shots strung uh, together to make it yep. look like it's moving. Yep, right. Mm. It's got an interesting palette. I I will enjoy it more when I start getting better equipment and I feel like I'm moving forwards again. At the moment, I was really enjoying it when I was trying to collect mechs. Yep. Now yep. That I've collected eight mechs that I want to use. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a little bit frustrated that I go and try and take something on that's more challenging. Yeah. And they send me back to the Stone uh, Age. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a little bit frustrating. So that's mm. good. It's mm. good. It's entertaining. Yeah, keeping you amused. Keeping you I think trouble. it would be nice to play four humans versus four humans in a in a team multiplayer match. I think that would be interesting rather than actually playing against a computer. Yeah. And actually trying to come up with tactics and and so get your mechs to, to complement each other and work out tactics as your team. To yeah, you yeah. I think that would be a lot more interesting. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, so yeah, like the camp the there's all these planets. There's dozens and dozens of planets. And there's random missions that happen on the planets. So I think I would also be enjoying it more if it was a more structured story. But they've intentionally not gone for the structured story. They've gone for the – there's five-story missions. You can do whatever you like in between those five-story missions. Right. Okay. I okay. think I would have preferred like Mech Commander. It's a very structured story. Yeah. I, I prefer that. It comes back to that whole what we're talking about with divinity and other things. You know, usually the better experiences are more on rails, yes, one more crafted kind of thing. Once you hit a certain point and ever the whole game's unlocked, then then like a, a yeah, more like loosey goosey kind of thing is better. Yeah. But like to get you to the point where you've finished doing your progression, yeah, you know, like you need that yeah structure to go That's through there, you know, kind of thing. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, that's Battletech. That's Battletech. And then there's Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, so you beat it? I think it? I hadn't finished the final mission. Yeah. Last I, don't think, I don't think you had, no. The final mission is excellent. Oh, it's one, It's yes. the best final mission. Yes. It's really good. It brings everything together. Oh. Utilizes all your tools in your arsenal. It's not... I mean, I think I died about four times, but in as mm. in all Ratchet and Clank, you don't lose your progress when you die. No. So my guns all still leveled up. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's I like, leveled like, up and got more yep. um, nanotech. Yeah. No. So, yeah, that's very satisfying. Oh, that's good. Sequence. That's good. Yeah. Oh, so glad it's good. Yeah. Oh, my it God. Is. It's really good. <sighs> and so I've gone to my um, challenge playthrough. Yeah. Which yep. immediately unlocks two weapons, two repeat weapons from oh, previous games. Oh, excellent. <laughs> and I unlocked the, the Rhino. is really good. Oh, yeah. It's, it's very funny. The Rhino oh, is very good, funny. Good. The Rhino's always been a bit hit and miss in different, different Russian and Clanks, but this one's good. funny. You've got to accept the problem is you have to watch it. So you've oh. got to use the rhino when you can actually sit back and watch its effects. Yeah, right, right. Okay. Do you want me to ruin it for you? No, no, no. Say, no, no, ruin it for me. Go and tell me. I don't know. It opens a like they really lend into the game. It opens a rift oh. and stuff from previously in the game falls through the rift oh. and lands on the heads. Oh. And like the expressions on some of the animals' faces when they fall through oh. the rift like, is hilarious. It's very funny. <laughs> Was there wasn't there one that opened a rift with like um with tentacles, tentacles. that would pop out? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah, had a name. Yeah. I can't remember what his name was. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, he would pop down and eat, eat creatures and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and amazing. And just opens little... up a rift above the battlefield. And then That's great. something from the game that you've already encountered will fall through out. the rift and land on your enemy. Excellent. That's great. <laughs> yes. That's it's great. good. It's very good. Very entertaining. <sighs> but you don't have to finish the game to unlock. I've 100%ed it. Oh. All I have to do is start the um, playthrough play to get the two extra weapons. And then. They don't appear. And then that was it. 100%. Oh, that's not. That's very. Um, very friendly very achievement generous. friendly yeah. Yeah. yeah so i only i only maxed out one omega weapon mm. rather than having to max out all the omega weapons which i think you had to do in the previous one to get the platinum trophy yeah. sounds about right um, sounds about right yeah but it's good it's very good i recommend it very entertaining <sighs> amazing oh, i'm so happy i love those games obviously so let's them. hope yeah horizon zero dawn is as good as ratchet and clank in a sequence Oh, you're looking dubious now. You're looking like it can't possibly be as good. I mean, look, I mean, not saying nothing. Nothing's impossible. Nothing's right? impossible. It's a different sort of game, I think, to begin with. There's something. There's something magic about Ratchet and Clank and the formula that they have. Yes. That's that sort of stands apart. So, whether it's better than the first one. I I don't think it's going to be better, but if it's as good as the first one, yeah, if they come up with a story good? as good as that first one, that's the problem. Ratchet and Clank is the gameplay that's fun. The story's kind of a the bit. The story's kind of. It's just a few comedy beats and yeah, funny yeah, characters yeah. and things like that. That's yeah. what's so good. I think it's kind of like it doesn't it doesn't have to be anything no, more than like a Saturday morning yeah, cartoon yeah. level of yeah. stuff, which is fine. Whereas Horizon Zero Dawn, it was you need a story, a story. We were both so engaged. Yeah. With. But only one half of the story, remember? And I'm worried that it's going to be yes. more of the second half yes. and stuff. So what I've seen doesn't... I haven't watched a lot because you know, I try not to watch anything. Yeah. I haven't seen anything that really impresses me. So I'm like... I'm seeing a lot of like feature creep. Okay. Like that's sort of what I got the feel for. Like seeing underwater... underwater yeah. Like nothing good happens underwater. No, nothing. Okay? Nothing good. Nothing. There's never, There's never been, been a, a good, good, good underwater sequence ever. Only. The only exception is when underwater is the game. Right. Like Echo yeah, the yeah. Dolphin. Yeah. Fine. No problems. Yeah. It's underwater. That's what we're yeah. doing. Anything that has above and below, below is always garbage. Yes, always. Maybe Trine. I might give an exception to Trine because it's really annoying to do, but it is fun when you discover things under the water. Right. But you end up just end up driving in water all the time to see if there's anything down there more than yeah. anything else, which yeah. kind of just feels like it's a bit of a pointless yeah, thing pointless. anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm... We'll, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. we'll see. We'll see. I, I hope. I hope so because I really I love the robot dinosaur thing. Yeah, I dig yeah. it so yeah. much. Uh, you know all that stuff. So yeah, we'll see. What else is on the PS5? That that's looking that's looking interesting so far. Uh, well, there's Returnal, which I'm going to borrow from someone. Yeah. Which is which is a roguelike. You I don't know a lot about, <sighs> but I know that you die over and over and over again. Yeah. And you you lose use your experience from dying. So you get these little. Um, worm things, little alien symbiotes that you attach to yourself yeah. to give you different powers. Okay. And you increase your stable of little worm symbiotes as you keep dying. Yeah. And then you choose which worm symbiotes to put on yourself. I mean, no, like every roguelike around, like that. that's yeah. that's Grime, that's uh, Wizard of Legend, except it's books, it's not, or trinkets, it's not, yeah, it's not you know, like, I'm, I've, after playing a few roguelites, I really feel... Feel like they're, they're fairly samey, yeah. like you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Even like that one you played, um, the the, the dungeon one, you know, like Pathfinder. No, um, Darkest Dungeon. 
Oh, Darkest you know, Dungeon. Kind of yeah. thing. Like, it's, you don't get worms. Yeah. You get more people that come to town and you just yeah. build up and you just keep doing they the same thing again. They've got to fix that. If they're going to do permadeath, they've got to fix that. Like, why would I you guess, not just save scum? If you've got a good character and it dies, you're going to save scum. Yeah, I guess that's probably the difference in Darkest Dungeon. It kind of lacks that. There's a bit of consequence for dying. As opposed to like, there's too much in dark um, dark cells. Yeah, it's kind of the re- reverse. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, apparently, Hades is really good. Okay. Um, but I'm well. It's one of a lot of wards. Yeah. And other people I've pl- who I know have played it have said it's good and it looks really nice. But I'm just like I don't know if I've got the the wherewithal to grind out. No, I think Fast and Light is my favorite roguelike. Because that really, you did you did die. Have to restart all over again. A platformer roguelike. Yeah. That's like a a. What is it? It's like a it's an adventure game. It's, it's more like an adventure game. Yeah. You're right. Like yeah. you know, you you sort of have a map to nap. And it's not expecting you to win. It's not expecting you to succeed the first time you play it through. Yes. And there's so many different combinations because that you can have all these different upgrades to your ship. Yeah. And there'll be all these different missions that need you to have a specific upgrade yeah. before you can unlock it. So I think maybe. Maybe I'll caveat out and say platforming yeah. or or like top-down yeah. roguelikes. I think I've played them the and I haven't really seen anything to really yeah. grab my attention with that kind of um, formula. Like, but yeah. something like Faster Than Light, I felt that Faster Than Light for me was like you have all these things you got to do. There's a lot of micromanagement yes, in running that ship and stuff like yes. that, which didn't which really killed me, grab me. Because I feel like, yeah, I feel like you sort of, you misclick once and then all of a sudden you're dead because yeah. you didn't. Well, I lost my mantis and my rock guy on the enemy ship. When yeah, it away. Do, yeah. And that was it. That's the last time I ever played it after that happened. But certainly that sort of experience engages me more kind of thing than, than another yes. platformer. So I don't know whether yes. with someone you're talking about is a, is a platformer or not or what sort of roguelike it is. Uh, it's a first-person shooter roguelike, I think. See, I was about to say, maybe a first-person shooter might, might be more yeah, interesting. I think it's a first-person shooter, yeah. Yeah, okay. So okay. Then, there's, then there's... The, I'll give you that. Then there's the time-traveling assassins ones coming out soon. I can't think what that's called. There's two assassins and there's a time-travel mechanic in it. Somehow it's a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. I, I want to say Bloodsport, but that's completely wrong because that's the name of the character in Suicide Squad. <laughs> it's something like that. That was a good movie, by the way. I did enjoy that. Um, I think with time travel... No, it's a mechanic. It's not a... Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just trying to think of like gimmick. Braid as a puzzle game. Time travel was good. Yeah. I don't know that I've seen anyone do it interesting in like a... Third person, first person shooter kind of. Ratchet and Clank did it quite interesting in the Cracking Time one, where you would see the problem in one time zone, time one timeline. You'd see what the problem was. It's a puzzle game, and then you ha- yeah, it's a puzzle game. Then you had to get into the other time zone to solve the puzzle. By all means, time like roguelikes and platformers, not interested. Yeah. Time travel and puzzlers, interested. Time yeah. travel and like first person. Shooter. I'm trying to think of like there was a game that I played that had the mechanic in it, and I just. Didn't really do it for there me. There was one game one. that rewound when you died. A bit like oh, Prince of Persia: Sands of Time. That one had that rewind mechanic. That was that was a cool like when you died. I don't want to have to. Yeah, you know, reload, just basically, that was a reload mechanic. Yeah. That was that was really that was yeah. a really clever use of, yeah. of time. But it wasn't really like a, a mechanic you're supposed to. Yeah, you know, like Engage like with. like portals in Portal. Yes, or in in Prey, there was like. That thing is great. I love portals. Portals are fantastic. Yeah. You know, confusing, disorientating, yeah. really hard to get your head around. Love them. Yeah. Time travel, 
I'll see. I'll let reserve judgment, mm-hmm. but doesn't excite me. Yeah, oh, off the bat, kind of thing. I'm trying to think of those. Was it time splitters or time shifters? I think it was a first person yeah, shooter. Yeah. You could time shifters jump backwards in time and stuff. I don't know. I just didn't really feel very. Ex- what would be awesome? Exciting. Yeah. What would be awesome? Just saying that would be like a first person shooter hmm. where you could jump back in time, but what you did in the first one is actually still happening. Yeah, so you like that would be awesome. I could do some really cool boss really fights with that, ghosting yourself kind yeah. of thing, making copies of yourself. And, yeah, and so you know, yeah, there's absolutely no way you can do it until you make like three clones of yourself or something. Yeah, that would be a really cool mechanic for them to do. I would like that. That would be interesting. And then it's just all about at what point do you then kick in the time rewind and yeah, that could be that could be fun too because maybe the the enemies might realize that like they're fighting. A time jumped version and start focusing on the newer version of you or yeah. something like that maybe something yeah, yeah. that'd be interesting kind of thing um eh, oh well. I can't think we'll what see. else there is for the PlayStation 5 it's, I don't think there's heaps to be honest no everything's kind of slowed down because of COVID I wonder if they're oh that's probably probably a big part of it isn't it all yeah. they've slowed down still, so there's not much coming out as well yeah. you gotta think Sony's probably like going there's no point selling any hoping up any games you've got no yeah, consoles, got out, no there consoles out there as well yeah. maybe like just just keep polishing those things up and yeah. we'll just we'll get to them eventually kind of yeah. thing. Uh, all right. Until next week and we will see how we go with old mate uh, Divinity. Divinity. Sin, original, Hellblade, <laughs> Sakuna's Sacrifice, <laughs> part four, Horizon Zero. Don't care. I'm more excited to go back to my surviving Mars yeah. colony and uh, trying to starve anyone else to take care of those renegades. <laughs> Like he's like fifteen of them now in the whole across the colony. I'm like, where did you guys come from? I only just tried to like make life good for you here. Ungrateful colonists. They turn off all, just turn off all the domes, let them all suffocate, and start yeah. fresh. Yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. Start again. <laughs> Until next time, Tony. Thank you. Thank you, Luke. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet. <laughs>